Hello and welcome to Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. My name is Andrea Lendy, author of the book and Bible reader and studier for over a decade. And I'm excited to share some thoughts with you about today's reading. Welcome to day 229 of Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. Let us pray. Oh Lord, thank you for showing us how much you love us in your word. Help us receive your message of love today. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's see what Jesus is teaching in Luke chapter 7. Jesus has two encounters with women whom he treated with great compassion and love. One was a mother whose son had died. She asked him for nothing, but he saw her need. He raised her son from the dead without her even asking. Verse 15 says, And the man who was dead sat up and began to speak. And Jesus gave him back to his mother. He shows us God's love in this most compassionate act of healing. The Lord is always looking for ways to show us his love as well. Let us pray we don't miss him as we go about our day. At the end of the chapter, we see Jesus treats a woman who was known to be a great sinner with compassion and love as well. In fact, he forgave her her sins and offered her peace. The Pharisee who invited Jesus to his house was judging Jesus harshly for letting her get close to him and touch him. Jesus, being the great teacher he was, asked him a question. He asked him about forgiveness of a debt, a large debt versus a small debt. He wondered who would be more grateful for forgiveness. The Pharisee answered correctly that the one who was forgiven a bigger debt would likely be more grateful. Jesus explained the woman with the greater sin was more loving toward him than he had been. Verse 47 says, Therefore I tell you, her sins, many as they are, are forgiven her because she has loved much. And then he forgives her all her sins. May love be our guide. Well, let's see what Paul is teaching the Corinthians in chapter 14. Yesterday, we read Paul's letter on love. Today, he tells us to eagerly pursue love. He also tells the church to pursue the gifts God gives us. He makes a distinction between the gift of tongues and the gift of prophecy, meaning the gift of inspired preaching and teaching. He tells them that although the gift of speaking in other languages is good, inspired preaching and teaching is better because others benefit from it. If someone does speak in tongues, then he advises them to pray for the interpretation so the whole congregation will benefit. He writes that he speaks in tongues more than any of them, and it is good to do so because it is a gift from the Holy Spirit who directs our spirit to speak with God. It is such a beautiful way to communicate with the Lord. However, he cautions them about doing so in church if it becomes disorderly. He also instructs them about how to share prophetic teaching with one person sharing at a time. God is a God of order. Well, let's see what's happening in Job chapter 29. Job talks about days past and wishes he still lived in them. He remembers when his children were alive and all was well at home. He remembers being highly regarded by others. He helped people and delivered the poor and fatherless from their condition. He remembers being a member of the council at the city's gate. We may look back at better days ourselves, but God has a plan for our future just as he had a plan for Job's future. In chapter 30, Job talks about his current painful days. He talks about the reproach that people have toward him. He is an outcast. He even feels that God has cast him out. He lives in constant pain and terror with no end in sight. And in verse 31, he says, Therefore, my leer is turned to mourning and my pipe into the voice of those who weep. He is severely distraught. Some of us can relate to his state of pain and dis-ease. May God ease our pain and suffering and put hope in our hearts for God's purpose to come to pass. May we lean into the Lord and rely on him for everything we need. 
Well, let's see what we can learn from Psalm 48. This psalm was written from the story in 2 Chronicles chapter 20 when Jehoshaphat was victorious over the Ammonites and Moabites. Actually, God was victorious. These two nations came against Judah. Jehoshaphat called for a fast and they sought God. They sang songs of praise to God as God caused the Moabites and Ammonites to fight against each other, giving Judah the victory. Again, the battle belonged to the Lord and he was victorious. This psalm was a psalm of praise to God and his protection over Zion. May we praise the Lord today, knowing he is watching over us and protecting us as well. Let us pray. Oh, Lord, thank you for showing us your great love and compassion as we read your word. Thank you for caring so deeply for us all that you sent your son to teach us and die for us so that we could be saved. Lord, you are the almighty God, the God of the universe. Keep us looking to you for all we need. Keep us seeking you all the days of our lives and keep us yours. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for walking this journey with me and being a faithful reader of God's word. I pray that he shows himself as the God who loves you deeply and cares about every detail in your life. Come back tomorrow for some more thoughts and insights as you read God's word.